Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one day at a time, one family at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. Today is December 20th, 2022. I cannot believe the time is flying so much. I have to say, time flies when you're having fun, and it has been incredible, incredible, and incredible year as we wind this thing up with just about uh, another 11 days left in this year. So I am just going to say to you, ladies and gentlemen, the quote for the day is very simple. Cryptocurrency is the future. Whether you believe it or not, it is happening. It is going down. We are paying close attention to all of the different government agencies who are rolling out CBDCs, the central bank digital currencies. I am going to actually spend some time next week really going through the countries that have already implemented the CBDCs as a trial. And then we're going to talk about some of the countries that have their CBDCs waiting um, to see exactly when they're going to implement them without having any uh, backup, and I'm going to say backtracking. I should say backtracking because that's what they're waiting for. They want to they want to implement it, but they don't want to have to pull back on what it is that they're doing. And so it is very interesting to see how this debacle that we've been talking about for the last month is affecting different markets in different ways, but it is affecting and when i say different markets inside of the cryptocurrency space because there are different markets in the cryptocurrency space of course we have all of the different digital coins which there are a little over 30,000 cryptocurrencies right on coin market cap you only see about 22,000 but there's actually over 30,000 cryptocurrencies people are selling cryptocurrencies left and right they're creating cryptocurrencies left and right and i really feel like this um new influx of coins and coin companies and and founders that are coming in talking about they've got the next best cryptocurrency i believe they're trying to capitalize off of course everything that has been happening in this space in the last month just so people's eyes are kind of diverted i'll say it that way so those of us that are in the space 
we are taking a heavy look at what's been going on with FTX. The regulators, we're looking at CBDCs, we're doing all of these things, but people that are just hearing about cryptocurrency are getting into the, the space and they're trying to figure it out by themselves and they're being lured in to some of these coins that actually mean them no good and will not do any good for them. And I have to smile when I say that because last week I told you all that Donald Trump was actually launching an NFT project, which I'm not going to say I'm surprised, but I know it would sell out. But I didn't think people would already be trying to sell their $99 purchased NFT back on the market for $15,000, $20,000. Well, uh, I got a couple of calls yesterday saying, you know, why didn't you share with us to go ahead and buy a Donald Trump NFT? Because they're selling for so much more than the people bought them for. And so first and foremost, without getting too political, personally, we can all do what we want to do. But I would not support his NFT project because I believe it goes towards his legal fees. And if it's going towards his legal fees, I personally am not going to pay for his legal fees because he didn't pay for my legal fees. And so there's no... Um, there's no reciprocation that needs to happen there. So with that, uh, his NFTs, they are trying to put them on the market for 15000 I saw something going for 18000 Now, that doesn't mean that it's going to sell. But let's just say someone wanted to support his legal fees. They could actually do it through his NFT project and really get away with it because it's like they bought some digital art as opposed to giving him uh, are donating to him. I don't know if they can even donate to him because his nonprofit organizations, along with everything else, are on under scrutiny. But with them buying this piece of digital art, it gives them the opportunity to figure out how to circumvent some of the tax ramifications and some other things. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to jump into the other side of crypto. And I'm going to just say, I am going to always make sure that we're hearing both sides of the coin. And there is a group of individuals that are naysayers. And we're going to just kind of talk about how they're thinking, how they're looking at the cryptocurrency space, how they feel the cryptocurrency space is going to move forward. Because it's not just all about what I think and how it's going to happen. We want to know all sides of it. So when we come forward, we are going to discuss a crypto winner or a total ice age. That's what they're calling it, the ice age. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, in a moment. more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward. So as I read this actual article, I'm not going to read the actual article, but I'm going to make reference to the article, and I'm going to try to help our community understand exactly what they're saying and why what they're saying is irrelevant 
to what we are doing with Bitcoin specifically in this space. And so this is the Washington Post that came out with an article that says crypto winter has come and it's looking more like an ice age. And so basically what the article is saying is that prices have crashed, investors are walking away. As we all know, because we've been talking about it, that Sam Bankman-Fried is in jail. And it's not clear, in their opinion, if the industry can recover. Now, let me, again, be very clear in saying that one company is not the entire industry. While there were several companies involved in the industry, there will not be a total fall apart of the whole entire cryptocurrency space. A year ago, the crypto world was booming. Now again, these are the words coming from Washington Post and we're gonna have a conversation about it because I've always wanted to make sure that you had all the sides of the coin. And so they say a year ago, the cryptocurrency world was booming with the price for Bitcoin and Ethereum at all time highs celebrities stumbling over each other to promote expansive digital art and logos from the blockchain companies gracing sports stadiums and Super Bowl ads. Now you all know if you've been rocking with me for the last year, I've been telling you this is not a good thing and we were seeing it hand over fist. And so what the Washington Post says is this era is over. And I agree with that 100%. In the last year, cryptocurrency prices have fallen more than half. The trading volume has cratered and several high profile companies have collapsed in liquidity crises, all of which are true. Absolutely. The arrest last week in the Bahamas of the former CEO and of what until very recently was the world's biggest and best respected cryptocurrency exchanges in the world. Now, I'm not sure about that statement. Now, I don't know. I know that they're speaking specifically about their community and probably the people on Wall Street. So when they say biggest and best respected, just understand that those players in in and on Wall Street were looking for a way to get in and make a lion's share of money. And he made a lot of empty promises to them. So I believe in their eyes, they're correct. He was best respected and their exchange was best respected on Wall Street. And it has deepened a sense that the crypto bubble has definitely popped. Now, I'm going to put a pin in it right there and let you all know that the crypto bubble has definitely popped, which in my opinion is people taking Wall Street's approach in the cryptocurrency space. And that bubble has definitely burst. I agree with them. Taking with it Billions of dollars of investments made by regular people, get this, pension funds, 
venture capitalists, and traditional companies. This space, this cryptocurrency space, ladies and gentlemen, was not designed for billions of dollars of investments from pension funds, venture capitalists, or the traditional companies, period. It was not designed for that. And so while this crypto bubble, as they say, has burst, it has definitely burst on the people that should not be in this space trying to take advantage Actually, they were trying to take real advantage of regular everyday people. Now, regular everyday people were supposed to be in Bitcoin specifically, but the cryptocurrency space, you know, a lot of people were in it, but it was designed for regular everyday people and not all this other stuff that they brought to it. Governments that had long demurred on regulation are suddenly pressing for more and more oversight. While, while all of the federal regulators and law enforcement have rolled out multiple civil and criminal investigations. Now, I'm going to say this. We've had in the past, other than myself, a, a two other African-American exchanges that I know of. One of them was BitMEX, which was Arthur Hayes. And he went through, of course, about two years ago, maybe even three, getting arrested and them shutting down his exchange and him again being guilty until proven innocent, uh, has since spent millions of dollars in litigation defending himself, his honor and his company. And he's come out unscathed, what I don't call losing millions of dollars unscathed, but he is able to come out. But he did nothing different than some of these other exchanges, specifically Binance. Uh, we know that he was on the same lines as Binance, but they didn't go and disrupt Binance's business, but they did do his. And then we have another gentleman that is out of the UK. It was called Coin Floor, Coin Floor. And they were also accosted by their government and forced to close their business. And so I'm not sure that coin floor is, has rebounded as of yet from what happened. But with the regulation not being in place, I've seen where they've stated, we are not going to bother these exchanges because the laws and the regulations are not in place. But those rules did not apply to African-American owned exchange owners because they went and shut them down without the actual regulation being in place. And so it's very interesting how um, right now they're looking to press more for more oversight and they've been rolling out these multiple civic and criminal investigations. And so let me say this. Anyone right now that is selling Bitcoin just from any of the different groups that you join, uh, and it's not illegal to sell Bitcoin. It is definitely not. However, if someone is doing this and it's not just peer-to-peer, -peer, let's just say you and I are 
cousins or friends, which we are. And let's just say I'm selling my book, Becoming Niger to You. And I say, you know, that'll be $25 and you can send it to me in Bitcoin. That type of transaction is great. But when you are a friend of mine and you decide that you want to buy Bitcoin, I can't just go ahead and say, hey, I've got $100 worth of Bitcoin. I'm just going to sell it to you. And then every week that you decide you want $100 worth of Bitcoin, I'm selling it to you. I then become a broker of some sort. And what they've been doing is they've actually been arresting individuals that are selling Bitcoin without um doing KYC or any of the things that they are suggesting because it's not a law. It has not been totally implemented, but we've got to do things by the book. Well, I shouldn't say by the book. I think most of the exchanges are doing things that they're not asking us to do so that we don't come under scrutiny. And so we're doing exactly what we think should be done and the very moment the regulation comes in and makes those changes we'll be able to abide by it but if we're already in this space and already doing the thing i think we're going to be good however um more and more of this uh oversight is coming into play the cryptocurrency industry is actually calling this this moment crypto winter as you have heard some of us say that this is cyclical i'm one of the one that says that this is cyclical much like the bear markets that you have in wall street there are bear markets then there are bull markets then there are bear markets and then an owner or a ceo or president says something crazy and then the price of the stock goes down this is just the way that financial instruments investment instruments work there's just no other way around it but something that has happened before in this space is crypto winter and so we're used to it and i really still feel like eventually it's going to blow over and that's why i am continuing to st stack my satoshis but some of the experts on the other side say that ferocity and scale of this downturn could end up leading to more of an ice age now if we have an ice age i'm not going to be salty about that either because of the fact that that's going to give us a little more time to get this bitcoin under our belt and let me tell you a secret just because all these things are going on in this space Every 10 minutes, there is still Bitcoin being created. And no matter what happens between now and 2024, Bitcoin is going to do a halving. It is going to happen. Having. And so it's hard for, to pronounce it because it's like potatoes, potatoes. But some people spell it H A L. D-I-N-G, having, and some people um, say it's just when Bitcoin production is cut in half. Let's just keep it simple. So every 10 minutes right now, there are 6.25 
coins being created every 10 minutes, no matter if somebody is in jail, no matter if there's a crypto winter, no matter if the price is a hundred thousand, doesn't matter if the price is $2, Bitcoin is created every 10 minutes by the computer programs that are running around the world. But in 2024, it is going to be cut in half. So there'll be no more 6.25 Bitcoin. It's going to be more like 3.62 or something like that. But it'll be every 10 minutes. And then four years after that, it's going to go down from the three coins to one and a half coin. And then after that, it's going to go half of that. And as we continue... To go through the years as Bitcoin finds its way, it's going to be scarcer and scarcer and scarcer. So right now, while everyone is running away and saying that the price is low, um, and I'm I'm just trying to help you uh, dig deep in this thoughts before we finish with what the Washington Post is selling folks. And I'm glad people that read the Washington Post is getting this information the way that they're getting it because it's going to help keep a lot of people away and it's going to allow us to have a little bit more right now until everything is stable and builds itself back up but so they're just saying that this is going to be more of an ice age and so it's going to be Uh, a spectacular rise and fall of cryptocurrency markets that they're always going to be talking about for years to come. 2022 rocked the world of investors and boosters who just a year ago were riding at the top of the market. And, And again, in some ways, I am happy about the fact that they were riding high and now they're not. But what they're saying is whether or not we get out of this deep funk is going to be based on the deep, uh, the deepness of the rot. And, you know, like an apple rots. They're saying that, of course, FTX was a rotten apple. And how deep is the rot? And none of us know right now. And so... Um, as we look at this article again, this is very good in my opinion, because it's going to keep people at bay and they just basically are telling the people that crypto has crashed before, but this time it fell from a greater height, having gained mainstream acceptance in a way that it hadn't before, even finding itself in some of the people's 401ks and pension funds and retirement funds. It's unclear whether it can recover, but I'm going to tell you this, it definitely will recover. As long as those 401ks have Bitcoin specifically in them, they're going to do just fine. The problem is going to be if they're they only have exposure to Bitcoin and something else has been done with the, with their coin and not the Bitcoin. That's where the tricky part comes in because a lot of people feel like they've got Bitcoin in their 401k, but maybe it's a fund and that would be something Wall Street put together. And you may not have 
any Bitcoin whatsoever, just exposure. And that is not what you want in the cryptocurrency space. You want the actual asset and you want to be holding that asset in your personal wallet. You do not want anyone else to have it. And so as we look at what is going on and how things are shifting and how this spectacular rise and fall of the crypto market has rocked its world of investors, we need to make sure that we are on the right side of this thing, meaning we have the Bitcoin and not the Bitcoin is held by someone else and, and where they've given us just um, just a representation of what we should have in Bitcoin. And so financial experts have compared the collapse of this major busted bubbles in the past from the dot-com crash. As we know, everybody wants to compare this to the dot-com crash and it is not that at all. And, um, and it, it had its run. Dot-com error had its run. And the bubble burst, but think about it. There's a lot of companies that are still standing from the dot-com crash. And so I am confident that our company, the Bitcoin Bank Crypto Blockchain Plug, will still be standing after this so-called crypto crash has um, has long gone away. So... What we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, is when we come forward after news, traffic, and sports, we'll continue this conversation from the Washington Post that's just asking a question. Is this a crypto winter or is this going to be ice age? This is Ahead of the Crypto Curve on KBLA Talk 1580. We may be LA's newest talk station. But when you're punching above your weight, it's not about whether you can throw a punch. Can you take a punch? We're unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. And we don't black down. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. So today we are actually kind of dissecting one of the articles that came out on the Washington Post that asked the question, is this crypto winter or is this going to turn into a ice age? And so this December 20th, we're going to just dig a little bit deeper uh, for those of you that are new to the space and just really want to know a little bit more about the origin and things of that sort because they cover that and then they go into the Sam Bankman Free thing, which we're not going to visit today. But as we all may or may not know that Bitcoin was created a little over a decade ago and it was fueled by the global financial collapse. And we're unfortunately in another financial collapse, but we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more on another show. But the currencies are computer-run digital assets intended to function outside of the established financial institutions, whether it bank or government. And so you've got to know that this crash actually kicked out or stole money or whatever he did, he took from these established financial institutions, banks and 
some government agencies. But that being said, uh, it wasn't designed for that, but it was designed to be and function outside of the established financial institutions. Why is that? Because someone named with the name of Satoshi Nakamoto, that is their pseudo-anonymous name, felt as though what was going on in the financial markets was unfair to regular everyday people and that there was a monopoly on money and something needed to change. And that's why Bitcoin was created in early 2009 as a way to sidestep the need for the financial middleman and revolutionize the global economic system and make it easier for people to do business directly with each other. It has gone through several bust and boom cycles, I must admit, but most notably in 2017 and 18, when the price of Bitcoin rose rapidly to about $20,000 before a series of high profile scams and rumors of some countries planning to ban the actual cryptocurrency led to losing about 80% of its value for what it, it lost the value in just a few months, but it lasted for well over about a year and a half. And, and so that's why I'm not real concerned at all because I opened my business in 2018 in the middle of what would have been at that time a crypto winter and so I'm not afraid about uh, this crypto winter because I know that this happens but just continuing to help you understand just a little bit better and um, the price of Bitcoin stayed down for I'm gonna say about 18 months the hangover from that crash persisted as I stated for some time, but the crypto world started booming again amid the pandemic. Interest rate cuts made it cheaper for people to borrow money and invest in speculative assets. And what I have been saying the entire pandemic for our community, and I still want you to live by what I'm saying, do not ever take out a loan on your property to buy cryptocurrency. Do not take out of um, any of your 401ks or anything where you're going to be deemed, meaning you're gonna get penalized for moving it to get into this asset called Bitcoin. Now, during the pandemic, there were some individuals that came to me and because I'm not a financial advisor anymore on purpose, I didn't advise them, but because the pandemic was going on and their 401ks were not performing at all, uh, in any way that would help them at the time of retirement, I suggested to them that they looked at the tax ramifications first and foremost. Anytime you do anything, you need to look at the tax ramifications or the penalties and or the penalties. But since COVID was going on, some of these companies lifted the penalties to allow their employees to take out money to just live and Unfortunately, I was talking to an employee at Bank of America. This literally was 
Um, I want to tell you it was Friday morning, the fr- this Friday that just passed. I was on the phone with Bank of America for a while because I had some business that I had to take care of. And while the lady was waiting between her screens, she was talking to me about her personal retirement. And she told me that because the state that she lives in drugged their feet for so long to give her unemployment insurance during the pandemic, she had liquidated all of her investments all of her retirement funds and every penny that she had during the pandemic. And she was saying that every one of her friends or everybody that she knows that works with her at Bank of America was was actually faced with the same thing. None of them have retirement today because of the fact that they had to live off of it in order to make ends meet during the pandemic. And she talked about driving for DoorDash and all these other things. And I said, well, you know what? Um, You know, You know, if you don't mind me asking how old you are, and she said, I'm 47. And I said, well, if you're planning on retiring in the next 15, 20 years, and before I could get it out, she said, I'm not going to retire because I can't. I have no money. And so I asked her what options she's looking at to help her catch up, to get back to where she needs to be. And she said, there's nothing out there that I could actually do. And I said, well, what if I can show you something that you can just take a look at, do a little bit at a time, and then the next five to 10 years, hopefully it will have done what we are expecting it to do in this technology space. And she said, well, I'd be very interested. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I could not say anything about Bitcoin on the line with Bank of America or my account might get shut down. But um, I was, you know, got her information. I told her to reach out to me afterwards to just really help. Um, our community understand that there are options because at 47 trying to save for retirement right now you have to be really really aggressive but you also have to be sure about what you're investing in in order to make sure that by the time you're 65 70 75 you have some sort of income coming in and bitcoin in my opinion is one of the only assets out there that's going to provide that in the next five to ten years for our community without having any uh, strings attached. And so I'm excited about what that looks like for her. Uh, But I will tell you when I was able to talk to her over the weekend, after she contacted me through social media, I was able to ask her, has she ever heard of Bitcoin? And she said, yeah, I heard something about uh, it being some kind of funny money. And I wasn't quite sure how it works or anything like that. So I was able to send her one of my Bitcoin starter kits, which you can actually get if you need it at asknajaroberts at gmail.com. Just send me an email and ask me for the Bitcoin starter kit, but it's asknajaroberts at gmail.com. But I got her a starter kit and she called me on Sunday and said, thank you so much. I was trying to uh, decode some of this the things that I hear in the cryptocurrency space and you've made it pretty plain to understand. So I'm just grateful that I was able to offer that to her. And so ladies and gentlemen, as we come forward, we're going to jump into the last part of what the Washington Post was actually talking about. And we're going to help 
everybody really understand what we have to offer coming up for 2023 because we've got to get our houses our crypto houses in order we got to get our crypto house in order and so um i've always said that i'll never sell my bitcoin and i've been taking a look at some of the things that are happening and boy do we have to get our own platforms in place so we can make sure that nothing happens like it has happened with these other companies that are up to bat to give you or take allow you to take out a loan against your bitcoin so when we come forward after um after we come forward we'll jump back into the cryptocurrency conversation and we'll talk about a couple of the other things that are happening in this cryptocurrency space and now how our government is really watching what they say or what they allow us to do and um it's it's quite interesting ladies and gentlemen there are so many things that are going on that i can't specifically talk about on the radio right now i want them to come out first and then we can have a conversation about them uh i just want things to go through their due process and 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 i don't want to have any uh in, influence on anything that's being said or done and so i just want to make sure that we are safe i'll say it that way i'm going to make sure that we're safe so when we come forward this is kbla talk 1580 here's to a holiday season full of peace Peace, joy and happiness happiness happy kwanzaa from all of us at kbla talk 1580 now let's get back to ahead of the crypto curve with naja roberts on kbla talk 1580 all right welcome forward i'm just gonna say this because i probably um we already kind of talked a little bit earlier about donald trump's nft collection but there was a sloppy side of his nft collection and they also found already some illegal activity with his collection and so he put a thousand of his own NFTs in his own wallet. So while it's supposed to have sold off in 24 hours, um, he meant it and put into his own wallet about a thousand of these NFTs, making them scarcer. And so it's just something to see how these people that are normally in the traditional financial services space are coming into this space and thinking they can get away with things. But the difference here is these things are done on the blockchain. And so anyone with the public blockchain can can actually access it and find out exactly where the coins went, where the NFTs went and all these things. And so in the traditional space, when people steal money or steal art or they do whatever they do, they can just hide it because nobody really knows where it went. There's no real trace of it. Well, this blockchain has actually exposed Donald Trump and people were taking a look and finding out exactly who owns these 
um, NFTs. Not that he didn't sell 30. I don't know. He's, he sold a whole bunch of NFTs. A lot of people supported him, but he also took a thousand of them on his own and put them off to the side. And so that was exposed. And so on Twitter, there was a whole fury of tweets about how Donald Trump minted his own NFTs and put them in his own wallet, keeping a giant portion of the most rare NFTs in his collection for himself. Of course he did. I don't know why they are surprised about that, but they are. And so anytime you have somebody that deals in Wall Street and that has been finagling and, and pulling shenanigans all this time, you shouldn't be surprised if his NFTs are doing exactly what they stated it was doing. So I, I'm not even lifting an eyebrow because I absolutely know that there's some kind of uh, shenanigans going on with his thing. But that being said, our market update right now, Bitcoin is at $16,885 as we speak. It is down 0.06% in the last hour, and it's up 1.6% in the last 24 hours. In the last seven days, it's down 4.95%. Ethereum is at $1,215. It's down 0.12% in the last hour up 3.2.7% in the last 24 hours and down 7.93% in the last seven days. And so if you want to look more into some of the cryptocurrencies that you've been watching, again, you can go to CoinMarketCap and click on that particular coin, open up the wallet, find out what the owners are doing, find out what the coin is doing, find out what the community is doing, and really start and seek to understand these cryptocurrencies. All cryptocurrencies are not created equal, and all of them are not designed for you to win. I just firmly feel like Bitcoin was designed for you to win. It was a revolution. It is a revolution that will not be televised. It will be digitized. And so as we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we will jump into our daily dollar cost average. A DCA a day keeps poverty away in my house. With that said, this is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Congratulations. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate meets a scholarly match. All right, welcome forward. And as I stated, a DCA a day will keep poverty away. And we didn't get a chance yesterday to take out our Black Wall Street wallet, but hopefully you did it on your own. And right now, what we're going to do is just make sure that we're DCAing every single week or every single month every single day, whatever you decide to do. Never invest more than you can afford to lose. And so we're doing $6 worth of Satoshis, $6 a Satoshi. 
is the smallest increment of a Bitcoin. And once we accumulate a lot of Satoshis on the Black Wall Street wallet, we are going to be moving them to our Ledger wallet. If you have not already purchased your Ledger wallet, please do so so you can get ready for the Ledger and Me 123, which is going to happen the first weekend in January. You can send me an email and I can send you the link for the Ledger. And you need to make sure that you're going factory direct to buy your Ledger, not through anyone. For any reason, go directly to the manufacturer and I can send you a link. If you send me an email on asknajaroberts at gmail.com, asknajaroberts at gmail.com. Also, if you want information about the Ledger and Me 123, you can email me as well as asknajaroberts at gmail.com. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me today on Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires one day at a time, one family at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. We are making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. And you know, I always say that D.L. Hughley is the truth. If you need me. It, you know where to find me. Ask Roberts at gmail.com. I will definitely respond. This is Naja Roberts on this fabulous, unapologetically progressive KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.